0: Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. Welcome to episode 71 of the show. Currently recording this on January 12th, 2021 at 2.10pm. 2 a little bit late today. Um, I should have just recorded one yesterday, but I went in the mood to do so you know how it gets sometimes but who cares because we're back for another epic episode of Ain't On Anchor, the second one of the new year it still feels weird saying 2021 it really does I'm like oh still 2020 the year's still going on nope having to move on I won't really know it's 2021 to like February or March and then I'll start saying it but until then my natural instinct is to just say 2020 over and over again so what do you got to do? Anyway, if you haven't, be sure to check out the last episode, because I uh, you know a couple people haven't listened to it, and that's partially because people didn't know I was back. I said I was taking a break uh, for the new year, and uh, you know what? It's the new year now, so if you haven't listened to episode 70, you should. It has a story about me getting tested for COVID-19. It's crazy. I don't have it. It's nuts. Uh, but what are we talking about today for episode 71? A lot of interesting things, actually. I actually have some topics. To get into does that mean the show will be any good eh, you know probably it'll just be mid but hey we'll try anyway the first thing I want to talk about is the most recent news and this might be a little bit of a, a spoiler if you haven't uh, checked on Twitter today or looked around but we just got our first trailer for Bowser's Fury the new mode added to Super Mario 3D World on Switch A game that I wasn't necessarily interested in buying, not because I don't think it's good. I've actually played through it twice now, once for fun and once on stream, but I own it on Wii U and it didn't really feel like a a thing I needed to have on the Switch, just given that the original is so cheap and easy to come by. But uh, they were like, hey, we're going to show off the new Bowser's Fury mode. we had only got like a little tease of it recently, so we had no idea what it was going to be. And the trailer honestly got me kind of hyped for it. Uh, It's very interesting. It's open world, and you have free control of the camera, similar to other 3D Marios like 64, Sunshine, or Odyssey, and you're in this big area, and you're collecting like cat tokens or whatever, and you collect enough cat tokens, and then you end up fighting this big kaiju-esque version of Bowser, apparently in Japan. He's literally called God Slayer Bowser, but they, uh, they ended up changing the name over here. So, hey, what are you going to do? But honestly, like, if I'm being honest with you, this is my favorite design for Bowser. I'm not even, not even capping, not even joking. Uh, Nintendo released art for like the new look that Bowser has in this mode. And uh, it's one of my favorite pieces of Nintendo artwork, I think of all time. It is so fucking cool. He's like black and has like a big red streak as well. He he's uh he very much feels like a kaiju, like a like a Godzilla-esque enemy tearing the world. And I've always thought that that Bowser is a pretty interesting character because a lot of the time he's either cartoonish and goofy and not that really much of a threat, and then in other games he is amped up to extremes and he is just like a, a force of nature like giga bowser right giga bowser in melee is always something i think about where this is a this is a form of bowser that is more creature than, than person and uh that's what this reminds me of this reminds me of a more antagonistic interesting bowser and i think that's really cool especially for 3d world because bowser in that game which is kind of a cat and it was just kind of uh, this is goofy this is weird but this is an actual antagonist i can get behind so i just love the design if you have not seen it go look up the trailer check out the artwork that nintendo did for it because i i fucking adore this shit um and of course you know to fight the new bowser right mario needs his own power up so there's this big cat bell that you can use, and it, and it turns Mario into a, into a Super Saiyan cat, like, man's just got Goku hair, motherfucker, just walking up to Bowser with Goku hair, like, bro, dead ass, what are you, what, what are you looking at, this is me fucking Mario, I'm a fucking big ass cat, I have no idea how they're supposed to fight each other, if it's gonna be, like, a big open battle, or, or what, but, uh, it's weird, it's cool, it's bizarre, I like it a lot, um, and, and the gameplay looks right up my alley, too, of, of, of similar 3D World mechanics, but just in a more open area. And we also got Bowser Jr., who here, is, who, who, like, helps you out and shit. I can't even talk. Bowser Jr. helps you out through puzzles and uh, platforming and stuff, and I just think that's cool as well, because we don't get to see a whole lot of Bowser Jr. in gameplay stuff. So, honestly, really cool. Really cool. Bowser's Fury is dope. I, I still might not get Mario 3D World on Switch, just because it does look really short. It only looks like it'll be like maybe an hour long experience and then it's done, which isn't enough to justify buying it. But like if it's feature rich and has a lot of interesting mechanics and stuff and goes on for a little bit longer, then yeah. Yeah. That that would be worth it to me. That'd be worth it for, for me to get Super Mario 3D World and have another Mario game on the Switch because, uh, what there's (laughs) pretty much at this point you can play almost every 3d mario on the switch because you have 3d all-stars which gets you 64 sunshine and galaxy and then of course you have odyssey right now we're gonna have 3d world galaxy 2 is literally gonna be the only one missing and uh shit we got all the 2d marios right one two three world yoshi's island some people don't count Yoshi's Island, others do. I, I, I consider it more of a Yoshi game. But still, some people might consider it Mario. Like the only two D Mario's I think we're missing is like different versions of the older games, like the like the G B A versions and then uh the 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 handheld Mario Land games. We don't have any of them to play. But I'm sure there'll be a thing anyway. I'm sure there'll be a thing anyway. I'd like a I'd like a physical version of those and not just Nintendo Switch online stuff. But hey. What are you going to do? Point being, I think Bowser's Fury is really cool. I think it's a nice new addition. It's cool that the Switch is getting yet another 3D Mario. Being able to play all these games in HD with modernized features is a godsend. And just something I couldn't even begin to imagine in, in the Wii U era. So the fact that like we're here now, I think is really dope. Yeah, That's my thoughts. What are your thoughts on Bowser's Fury? Let me know somewhere on the internet. Because you can't... I mean, you can leave a the on Anchor. But uh, if you want to at me on Twitter, I guess, check the link in the description below. Moving on, next topic. I want to talk to you about a YouTube video that I watched. I know, Aiden watching YouTube. Uh, a foreign concept, to say the least. It's pretty much all of what I fucking do these days. But I finally got around to watching the 2018 Magnum Opus, Shrek Retold, not sure if uh, you guys have heard of it or not but the basic premise is 200 creators all coming together to remake the first Shrek movie and I mean the entire first Shrek movie it is literally the entire film scene for scene shot for shot remade in like a bunch of different styles some of it's animated some of it's live action some of it's stop motion it's a mix. Some of it's just a fucking shit post and like paper drawings, right? So like you have no idea what the fuck you're gonna get throughout the entirety of this thing. And, uh, I was a bit interested in the concept. I had heard about it before through, uh, the Schaeferillus video that he did about it, but I never sat down to watch it. Cause I don't know, like a lot of these, um, it's almost a genre of YouTube videos now where like a bunch of animators or people get together to like remake an episode of SpongeBob or Chowder. I watched that recently where there were a bunch of them remade the, the Chowder holiday special. There's one for Kirby. Uh, people have even done it with YouTube videos, like super mega and game grumps have like a huge animated video where they like remade an entire episode in different styles of animation. And that's really cool. But these collaboration projects have obviously become a huge part of YouTube. But they take a lot of time, and not all of them are good, in my opinion. Sometimes you get too many styles, and they end up clashing with each other. So it can be hard to follow. And when it's hard to follow, it it just becomes less interesting. So I was really interested to see how they were going to do this approach with the first Shrek movie, given how many iconic scenes you have to pull from. And, uh, whether or not it would be weird. Um, and it is, it's a very weird (laughs) remake. Uh, you basically have two camps of people in, in in this video, you have the creators who tried way the fuck too hard, like gave it their all beautifully animated. Uh, there's, there's some scenes where they like redid some of the music and added songs to the movie. Like not only do we get a different version of all-star, that's like an indie hit, um, we get believer, which is kind of like a synthwave thing, and they just add songs too. And it's like, wow, they're actually taking Shrek and adding on to it, and 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 really doing this story with it with a unique animation or a different take. Um, so that's cool. The other half of the creators simply took it as an opportunity to to make a shit post, and that stuff is equally good and equally funny. I thought. Maybe it would get old, or maybe it would get boring, or I'd be like, oh, this is funny, but I hate it. But no, like, the post stuff is equally as good. There's literally a scene where Chris-Chan, or uh, Christina, I believe, as she goes now, um, literally just, just reads off a scene from Shrek. You know, when they're, like, L- Shrek has beaten all the knights, and Farquaad tells him to go out on a quest. You literally just have Chris-Chan reading it, And some, like, animation behind it. And there's, like, a lot of weird, bizarre, 3D animated stuff that just looks fucking atrocious in the best sort of way possible. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. And all the live-action stuff is hilarious, too. Just because, like, oh, shit. How do we turn an animated movie into live-action? Bunch of face paint, weird-ass costumes, uh, taking seeds and doing the best you possibly can with creative liberties and stuff. And it's just... It's just so cool it's just so cool um I've seen again a lot of these projects and Shrek Retold I think is one of the best of them just because it really does take advantage of that collaborative spirit and nature while also still being really funny and really good on its own in fact you can still watch it on YouTube with like the live chat replay when they premiered it back in 2018 so you even get to like watch it and also see people's reaction to it at the time. There's just certain scenes, there's certain moments, certain iconic Shrek bits where you you know some some bullshit's about to go down and needless to say, some shit goes down. Uh, The last thing I'll say too that I think was just really, really cool is despite the name Shrek retold, uh, they do actually end up diverting a little bit from Shrek I already mentioned before how they have new songs and uh, new scenes and stuff but sometimes they don't even use the same dialogue half the time like there's this one part where it's literally just like noises right like an older cartoon there's another one where it's like using animal crossing speech or you think it's the same scene but then it completely derails in a different like way that you didn't thought would happen before so even if you've seen Shrek there's probably some new shit in here that you would be caught off guard with. And again, I, I'm talking about it in kind of a vague way, but that's only because I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to ruin it for you. Go watch it. Go watch it. Honestly. Um, it's an hour and 30 minutes because it's, you know, literally Shrek one. But uh, if you haven't already, I'd actually recommend this one because I think the meme stuff is good. The, the new shit that they add is good. And I think it's one of the more definitive versions of Shrek one. I don't think like the first Shrek is a, amazing movie or anything like some people say i'm more fond of the sequel than i am the first one but uh th- this was cool this was like a new light on the film i already kind of enjoyed so it was cool to see like a different take and a different adaptation of it and i think you guys should watch it too because it's pretty fucking good go watch it wow so yeah uh this episode of aiden on non is brought to you by aiden recommending things that 99 percent of people probably don't care about Wow, an add-on to Mario 3D World and a Shrek remake. You really are hitting every category of people, Aiden. And you know what? I know. I know. I am really, really like to uh, make everybody listening to Aiden on a, a, a momentous experience. A, a fun one. One that everybody can enjoy. So, you know how it be. You know how it be sometimes. Anyway, last thing I want to talk about, real briefly... And I'm not sure how exactly I feel about this, because this has literally only happened in the in the past two days or so. But I've been getting the urge to uh, Let's Play some games. I know, I've definitely shat all over Let's Plays on uh, my other podcast, another YouTube podcast, where me and Zach talk about YouTube strategy and all that sort of fun stuff. And I still stand by the fact that I don't think Let's Playing as a genre is something... That really is like profitable or something most people should do if they're just starting out. And if they want to grow it and turn it into something uh, like a career. I think there are much better strategies to go about that with. But I will say they are very fun to do. And even if nobody watches them, it's still a very fun experience. That's why we have a group Let's Play show. That's why Lions Honor Gaming is a thing. Uh, But normally with LHG, it would really only been a thing where it was about collaborative uh, let's plays so either me and someone else would play or two or three of us would play or or whatever like group group let's plays taking advantage of the fact that we're all together let's play some games together that way the content's easier to record and we can get things out more frequently etc and that was fine and I still enjoy that and I will still keep doing that primarily for LHG but I don't know man I just a couple of days ago, I started getting a little bit of an urge, a little bit of a, ooh, maybe I want to record some solo stuff, and uh, I've already kind of done that with Mario World and the Mini Metro one-off, but uh, I'm thinking, you know, hey, there's a lot of games I want to stream, and uh, I'll probably prioritize it for the stream, but whatever I don't do, I might, might might start doing some solo stuff, or, or at least some, some short ones where I don't have to commit to like a 40 episode series just by myself because I couldn't do that obviously I would get very bored of it um I typically don't like doing longer series unless it's with someone else but for shorter projects you know for shorter projects for for games I've never played before uh, for something that's new and unique for me and not just Aiden plays Mario game for the 15th time like I think that could be cool I think that could be cool um This isn't really like a a part of the podcast where like I'm announcing something new or saying, hey, uh, I'm going to start doing this on LHG. I might not do nothing from this. Uh, This literally could just be an urge and I could wake up tomorrow and be like, no, actually I hate doing this. I actually hate (laughs) Let's Play Again and I don't want to do it, whatever. But uh, no, I don't know. Past couple of days, I'm like, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if I played Hades? Ooh, Wouldn't it be cool if I played like an RPG wouldn't it be cool if I just played Mini Ninjas because I own it on Steam now? Like, just weird shit. Just, just bizarre, weird shit where it's like, I want to play games again, man. And not just a couple to, you know, put content out on LHG, but like, for me, type shit. Stuff I want to do, type shit. So, I don't know. Kind of, uh, kind of, you know, just just thinking, just throwing, just throwing some shit out there, Begin the urge to let's play games, and it's wild given my history with uh, you know, with LHG and how I used to do solo let's plays on Blue Catch Productions. The fact that that urge has come back for sure, but uh, you know, that's what 8 on Anchor is. I tell you, I tell you all parts of my life the good, the bad, the whatever, the weird, the weird shit, and uh, the fact that you guys listen to it is always a pleasure to say the least. So with all that being said, I think that'll be it for this episode. Another shorter one. Uh, let's be honest, I haven't really stuck to doing 30-minute episodes on A On Acre. Partially because I don't have enough interesting things to come in to talk about a lot of the time. Um, especially due to COVID and the fact that I'm staying at home. Uh, a lot of the time it just means that there aren't that many interesting stories to tell. But even when COVID wasn't a thing, a lot of the episodes have been around the 18-19 20-minute mark or so. And I think we'll keep it that way for a little bit. See how you guys like it. See if you enjoy the shorter episodes and shit. Be on the lookout as well, because I think episode 75 is going to be another Q&A one. I know this is 71, so it's still going to be a little bit. But uh, if you haven't joined the Discord, now would be a good time to do so, because I'll probably be asking for more questions fairly soon. And I'd be interested to hear uh, your guys' answers to them. So that'll be it for this episode of Ain on Acre. If you enjoyed it, be sure to let me know somewhere online. Check out my projects down in the description below. And shout out to my boy Carrie and I and Jay the Zoomster for supporting the podcast. And if you're listening to this as well, thank you. You're cute, you're sweet, you're very special. Kiss kiss. I've been Ain of Blue Catch Productions and I'm signing off. Bye-bye, everybody.